Welcome to the Teaching History, Politics, and Stuff podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Elizabeth Evans. I'm completely passionate about curriculum, history, the social sciences, and all the other things in between. I love helping teachers by giving strategies to make lesson planning easier and resources to be your best self. I'm a National Board Certified Social Studies teacher with over 18 years of experience. I've met some incredible people in my life who will have a lot to share, and I cannot wait to have them as guests on my podcast. As James Madison once said, the advancement and diffusion of knowledge is the only guardian of true liberty. Thanks for joining me today. Let's learn. So before we start this episode, I wanted to let you know, I recorded this last April um, because it's usually around the time that people decide that they want to leave the classroom. Fast forward now, we're in February of 2022, and I've changed jobs again. Um, I now work at a local university, and the message still rings true. Change is hard. Change is scary, but sometimes change is necessary. So just a little background that it was recorded last April and we're just just now um, posting it because I took a little bit of a break. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, friends, and we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. I had so much fun recording and interviewing for my first season and after I believe we did 11 12 I don't remember (laughs) but it was one of those things that it was so fun for those couple of months and you know my last interview with Britt Bingold was a perfect cap to that season and it felt like it was a perfect time to kind of take a break and really just evaluate what I wanted this podcast to be, how I wanted to show up in the world. I feel like for teachers, especially having advocates and allies and voices for them is so important. And that's really, I mean, really why I started the podcast. So today, uh, I want to talk about change and why it's okay to change, uh, whether you're changing schools, content areas, or changing out of teaching. I feel like sometimes teachers think the only thing they're good at is teaching a specific thing. And I just want to share a little bit of my personal experience and invite you to share too, um, because I think it's important. I think it's important for us to share experiences and to know in the end, it's okay to change. So really, this podcast is born out of a couple of things, conversations um, I've had with teachers, mostly to, I want to give a shout out to Dwayne Reed, who is on Twitter as Teach Mr. Reed. He had posted something in April about normalizing, celebrating an educator's decision to leave the profession. If their choice makes them happy, let them be happy. And to be very honest, it kind of struck on my heartstrings because when I left teaching, it was a hard decision. I really left at a point where I was so happy what I was doing and I was excited to go to work every day 
And I never wanted to be a teacher who showed up just to be there. I didn't want to give my heart and soul every single day and then get to a point where I was close to retirement or close to whatever else and everything just kind of fell off the ledge. And I got this incredible opportunity to take a job outside of teaching, still in the civic education space. And I really went back and forth about it. I was I was worried, you know, for 17 years, my identity had been teaching. And for 13 of that, I was a middle school teacher. And for six of it, I was a high school teacher. And I was a department chair. And I belonged to all of these communities within the civic space. And you know, it was it was scary, but I knew it was the right choice. And the guilt that I felt and that was thrown my way, I genuinely hope is something that nobody ever has to deal with. Um, it really ranged from how can you do this to the kids, which I was like, I mean, I finished out a school year. I don't know what kids you're talking about. Um, to, well, what are you even going to do? Like, you have degrees, but they're in education. And it just, it was a hard thing to end 17 years in a public school teaching position during a pandemic, because you just turned in your keys one day. You know, I didn't get to say goodbye to everybody I worked with. I didn't get to have the experiences that I've seen other teachers have when they leave a school. And it was really difficult. And I just felt like I had definitely had people that celebrated me and were really excited for me. Um, But then I had other people that were just not. And that kind of sucked. And so, you know, Dwayne Reed's tweet really just reminded me that there's a bigger community out there that will always support you. And I I do, I want to give that a shout out um, because it just created a conversation that I know I really appreciated. I, again, left teaching because I wanted to experience something different. And I always say I left teaching for now because, you know, I'm still young in my career I can see myself going back to the classroom if, you know, the challenge arises. But I also want to talk about a second type of change, and that is changing schools. I started my career um, at a school, and then my second year was able to open a new school. And I was at that school for 10 years, and I loved my junior high I love the staff that I worked with, our administration. It was not perfect, but it was a community and it was a family. And leaving that school was really hard for me. But I had talked to my principal, um, Brian Yeager, who is now a superintendent in Iowa, and he was my mentor. And I just said, you know, there's an opportunity to move to a different district and to teach high school. And I think I'm going to go for it. And the mark of a good administrator is somebody who wants you to be successful as an educator, even if it isn't at their school. So making that change was really hard. 
and again, got guilted a lot. Like, well, what are we supposed to do without you? And, you know, it's just not going to be the same. But that's the thing is educators move and they retire and there's all these changes that happen. And again, I had people who celebrated me or were really excited, but the guilt of change. Honestly, sometimes I feel like the people who do it to you are the ones that wish they could change but are too scared. And just to kind of throw a little empathy on that, because we know that change is hard and not everybody has the ability to do it. Um, I didn't leave because the environment was toxic, um, but I know people who have left schools because of that, because there's nowhere for them to grow and they they're in an environment that, you know, does things like makes them feel bad for taking days off or makes them, you know, requires them to do all these extra duties that are not paid, which that's like a whole different podcast. But sometimes it's okay just to say, I'm not growing anymore in this space and I need to go somewhere else. I need a challenge. And that's what I needed. I taught eighth grade for 11 years and I got to a point where I just needed a change. I could have walked in any day and taught whatever was my objective for the day. And to be very frank, that decision was hard. I worked on a team with my best friend and she was right across the hall. And my department, I mean, we were a family. We had been through some stuff together and it was just... A hard decision, but I understood and knew that if I didn't make a change, I was going to myself be in a place where I was stuck. And I know people that have worked at the same school for 30 years, and they are just as innovative and wonderful in year 30 as they were in year one. I was not in a place that that was going to be me. And so making that change was hard. I think that changing grade levels even you know one of the years I taught high school I was the department chair so I was in charge of making the schedule and there were just some parts of the schedule that were a nightmare because social studies teachers in the state of Arizona have to be certified for what they teach I'm a national board certified teacher which means I can teach economics history government uh, I've, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. World history. I could basically teach anything. And there was a year. So for a really long time, I taught AP Gov and then U.S. history. And I really loved my juniors because a lot of my juniors became my seniors. And it was a really cool and special thing. And I'm thinking about some of the kids that are not kids anymore, but that I keep in touch with. And those were kids actually that I had junior year and senior year. But one year, there was an extra AP U.S. history section that needed to be picked up. And I picked it up because I was like, I kind of need a challenge. Um, (laughs) I would like to give a huge hug and shout out to my APUSH class from that year. It was a very humbling experience for me. Um... It's hard. Teaching AP U.S. history is hard. And I think that for people, there are subjects that are hard for them. For me, the topic of history isn't hard. It was how much I had to 
teach and how much they had to know and trying to find the balance between making sure they knew things but not overwhelming them with hours of homework every night because they didn't want that to be their experience. And it was really hard. We did not like each other first quarter. And after the October break, I just went back in and I was like, look, this isn't working. And we hate it. And this sucks. And we should love history. And and we should love coming to class and talking to each other and, you know, being in this community together. What needs to change? And they were very honest with me. And I was honest with them, too. And I think the positive thing about that class was the fact that everybody took responsibility, whether it was me or the students. We were in a place where we could take responsibility and say, this is really hard. Here's what needs to be done. Let's buckle down and do it. And I didn't teach AP US history after that year. Um, But I got those kids in AP Gov. And those were the kids that when they graduated... I just cried and cried. I mean, I cried every graduation, but I tried something and I challenged myself and it wasn't something I wanted to do again. I'm glad I did it. I think it gave me more empathy and insight to the teachers who teach it. And, you know, when they're being pressured by administration or whomever to have high test scores and lots of kids take it, it's easy for me to be like, well, A, that's not how math works. More kids doesn't equal higher scores. But having an understanding that that AP test was not the end all be all of that class. And so that year I challenged myself and then was like, that's fine. I'm not the best teacher for this. There are other teachers that are better. And it was great. I'm glad I challenged myself and you know, I don't think I failed. I think that if I asked my A-Push kids who became my AP-Gov kids, it wasn't. It was just a experience where we learned. Um, we learned about U.S. history, and it, and it got to be just fun. And it got to be kind of my break in the day of teaching and being department chair. And my fifth hour would come in, and they were just... It was such a magical class, and I'm glad I did it once and didn't want to do it again. And I think that with change, it's hard because for me, when I was teaching um, eighth grade at my junior high, I knew everything in terms of like I knew who to ask for when I needed supplies, if I needed to create purchase orders, I knew how to ask. Um, I knew people at the district office. I knew the things I could ask for and the things that mm, I should probably just do myself. Um, I had that security and that knowledge and moving to a new district, a new school where the, I think the implication was, well, she's been teaching for a while. She was a department head. She is a nationally board certified teacher. She's fine. Um, and to be very frank, I was not fine. My first quarter teaching high school, I actually remember, and I think I talked about this in the podcast uh, with Bridget, where we talked about our teacher communities. I'll make sure to link that in show notes, because that was such a great conversation. 
But I remember picking my daughter up from the daycare and getting in my car and thinking to myself, I just don't want to go back. I don't like teaching high school. I want my littles back. I want what I had. And, you know, I took the district I was in was two weeks um, because we're modified year round. And I think that it was one of those things where I just had to step back and say, what is it? Why did I leave? First of all, why did I come to the high school? And what do I need to change? And I think for me, that was really helpful. It was also helpful. Again, I'm going to link mine and Bridget's uh, podcast to have my community so that the days that it was like, I don't know how to do this, or I don't want to do this anymore. I had somebody there to listen. And You know, if I didn't know something, I could go ask Tammy Bell, who is incredible and wonderful. And if she didn't know, she'd help me. And she just, you know, they always say like the administrative staff is the backbone, those admin assistants. And man, it is absolutely true. In every school I have worked in, those have been mostly the ladies now that I think about it, who when you need help with something, if they don't know how to do it, they're going to figure out somebody who can and they're wonderful and they're lovely. And building those relationships is really, really helpful. I think really how I want to wrap this up too is it's okay to change and it is okay to be scared about that change and not sure sometimes you make a change and it doesn't work and you just would never have known. I, again, I love talking about A-Push. I love helping A-Push teachers. I just don't think I'm an A-Push teacher. I am so glad that I moved schools because I got all these new opportunities and met some incredible people. Um, It is really scary I knew I never wanted to be a teacher who got stuck and who the kids knew was just kind of phoning it in. And so that was always kind of my barometer of when things needed to change for me, whether it was, again, schools or even now careers. And I think that we need to, again, straight quote from Dwayne Reed normalize celebrating an educator's decision to leave the profession. Being in education for 17 years and then this year watching how teachers are treated and the things they're being asked to do. If you want to leave teaching and that is what is good for you, then leave teaching because it's an adjustment because your identity is an educator and sometimes it's just really hard, but... I feel like every change that I've ever made has led me to where I am. And I'm pretty happy with where I am. And if another challenge and change needs to come, that's okay too. So thank you for listening. I wanted to just kind of take that tweet and have a conversation from my perspective on it. And I know that everybody else has perspectives, but just kind of having the conversation of it's okay to leave teaching. It's okay to change grade levels. 
Heck, I did my student teaching in kindergarten and ended up teaching seniors in AP government, and I couldn't have been happier. It is okay to need to go to a new school or to a new subject or to a new level because maybe your level that you have to work with doesn't really jive, and that doesn't make anybody a bad person. It just means that, like, you guys just aren't great together, and that's fine. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that a piece of you at some point knows when you need to make the change uh, before you get caught in a place that makes you miserable because nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to be in a job that makes them miserable or work for somebody who doesn't want to invest in the human capital of their teachers because we all know that that is what makes a great school. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk next time. Thanks for joining us today. Please like, comment, and share the podcast. Want to connect with me? Find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Liz Evans NBCT and on Instagram at Liz Evans NBCTeach. You can also find me online at LizEvansNBCT.com. I'm so glad you joined us today. We'll see you next time.